Hello and welcome to the Turn Write Podcast. This is episode 12, How to Write a Good, Solid First Chapter. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because I'm trying to teach myself how to write a good first chapter that really hooks the reader. So I've been thinking a lot about what I want to put into my first chapter, all of the failed and tried attempts that I've had at writing first chapters, To give you guys a little bit of perspective, in my current work in process, I have probably written my first chapter 30 different times, and am I satisfied with any of those attempts? I'm growing more satisfied, but it has really taken a lot for me to say that this last attempt is actually something I'm going to step away from and leave alone for a while because I think it is at least fulfilling some of these elements that I'm going to discuss. We all know that first chapters are really important. They can make or break the reader. They can make or break the book deal. And they're stressful to write. It's very hard whenever you're writing a 90,000, 100,000, 150,000 word novel to kind of sum up your book in one chapter, capture the reader's attention, move the plot quickly, establish trust in your reader, show vulnerability, create an emotion, build the world, show the minor characters, show the love interest, and do it all in a way that's not overwhelming or confusing or boring to the reader. So hopefully these five ways and two don'ts will kind of guide you into a better way to write a first chapter. I know I have listened to different podcasts and read different articles I have certainly learned from those and so I'm taking that knowledge as well as my own knowledge what worked for me and what hasn't and kind of compiled it into this podcast right here. So without any further intro, let's just get started. So possibly the most important part of the first chapter is literally the first sentence of your novel and the first sentence of your novel should be the hook. The closer you can get the hook to the start of your novel, the better. And ideally, your hook should really sum up the premise of your novel. It should reveal the theme and make you think about life differently. It should also reveal something that's true about life that you do think about it and you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense, that's true, but I've just never thought about it like that. And I think, this is a very bold statement, but I think that the best hook in all of literature is in... Leo Tolstoy's Anna Karenina, where he says, All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. It's a very short sentence, and it really sums up the book and what's going to happen in the next few chapters. It reveals a truth about life and kind of makes you think differently. Like You realize, oh yeah, that is true. Like, you know, in our heads, maybe we see this image of the nuclear family in the suburbs of a Midwestern town in America, Um, You know, they have a pool in the backyard, they always host the parties, they pay for their kids' college, and you kind of think, ah, yes, that's a happy family, and each happy family is kind of like that. Or, you know, whatever image you have in your head, like, maybe, you know, you have this image of the city, New York York City, or Boston, or a big city like that, but I'm from the Midwest, so that's kind of what I think. And then you think, oh, yes, the unhappy families, they're all a little bit different. You know, maybe a broken family, maybe a divorce, maybe someone died, maybe the parents still live together, but they don't get along. Maybe there's been some cheating. 
maybe there's the one rebellious teenager and you see all these differences and you're like oh yes those are unhappy families and then you're intrigued and you want to read more so that's a really good first opening line another great first opening line is from emily giffen's something borrowed when she says i was in the fifth grade the first time i thought about turning 30 and that's really intriguing too because it's also very short, gets to the point, and who really thinks about turning 30 in the fifth grade? So I think we're instantly intrigued by that statement as well. And one more hook I'm going to mention is from George Orwell's 1984 and the infamous line, it was a bright cold day in April and the clocks were striking 13. And we have a lot of intrigue about that as well, kind of sets up the setting and the mood of the story. So the takeaways are Hook should be as close to the beginning as possible, it should reveal the theme about your story, and it should get us to want to read more. If you're having trouble thinking of the hook for your story, go back to the theme and think about one sentence or one line or one takeaway you have from your entire story that kind of sums it up and what it's all about. You can also use this in your query. The second element of a good first chapter is quick pacing. Um, you want to have a fast moving story without overwhelming or confusing the reader. And this is an art I'm still trying very hard to master. Um, if you want good examples of well paced first chapters, I would recommend reading a Stephen King book. His first chapters are usually paced very, very well. You kind of want to alternate between feeding and starving the reader. You want to give them enough information so that they understand what's happening, especially if you're writing a more intricate genre such as sci-fi or historical fiction, where you may not be in the time like the present. So you definitely want to feed your reader those necessary details about the world or time period. But you also want to starve the reader. You don't want to give them too much description. You don't want to inundate them with detail. I have this problem. I sometimes get so detailed and descriptive in my writing. And it's usually because I want to evoke a certain feeling for my reader. But it's just too much a lot of the times. Especially in the first chapter because... You know, this is really the time where you want to get the action moving, you want to be introducing multiple characters, you want to kind of give a hint of multiple plot lines, so you need quick pacing to move that all around in the first chapter so that your reader's intrigued, you don't want your reader to become bored and think, oh, I can set up the action more in chapter 2, 3, and 4, I have thought that, that does not work. You want to hit it all out the gate. You want a strong start. You want to be in the lead from the get-go. So a way to do this is by good pacing. Giving the reader some information and then leaving some information out so the reader feels that push and pull, that tension. The reader knows there's more subtext. There's more to come, but he knows that he can trust this author because this author has revealed some of the vulnerabilities about the character, some key elements about the backstory or the world, and the reader wants to keep reading because they, they feel that connection with what's on the page, but they're still intrigued about what they don't know about the story. The third thing a good first chapter has is a plot goal. You actively see the character moving towards the plot goal. Now, sometimes you see this plot goal as like, a leaf on 
the next tree over and you just see like a glimpse of that leaf, but you know it's important and you don't really know why. And then sometimes the coconut from the tree will literally hit the character in the head and you'll be like, ah, that is what's going to happen. And that's what's really important to the character. And we see how the character is affected by that in chapter one. Both ways work well, whether you want to draw the reader in slowly with a plot goal or you just want it to be very apparent and the reader is already caught up in it. You know, we're starting in the middle of things. Both of those methods work well, but whatever it is, we should see the character moving towards the plot goal. And when the character has the plot goal already presented in chapter one, that will give him or her um, a deep intrinsic character motivation. And hopefully that is strong enough to create a lot of interest and empathy for your main character, as well as kick off the story. If you are finding things to be a little bit weak, things to not move as much as you want early on. It could be because your character doesn't have a good desire and motivation and that desire and motivation stems from the plot goal. This is something else I'm really trying to perfect and that is deep and true character motivations. And I noticed that my characters seemingly get more motivated as the story goes on. And I think that the solution to kind of fixing that is to make sure I'm hitting it hard out the gate with the plot goal. Next, your first chapter should create and evoke a sense of empathy in the reader by showing a vulnerability, a character weakness, or flaw in the protagonist. It's very important that the protagonist is relatable right off the bat, no matter what genre you're writing, even if you're writing really plot-heavy stories. Um, we want to see this vulnerability and weakness in the protagonist. So it doesn't have to be this like sappy, sad, deep emo scene. It could be one sentence, but we need to know the protagonist is insecure about something. The protagonist has some doubt in his or her mind. The protagonist has been affected by something negatively in the past. Maybe a hint of the protagonist's ghost. We can see in the first chapter, whatever it is, um, this will create empathy for your character. And ideally, it should tie into the plot goal and we can see, you know, why the character doesn't think they can go out with the hot blonde cheerleader. Ideally, we can see why the character doesn't think they're strong enough to win the war. This empathy and vulnerability will tie into your plot goal. And that is how the most successful first chapters start, is seeing that connection between the two. And when the reader feels like they could be the protagonist, because the protagonist has revealed a weakness that's sort of universal to everyone, that's whenever the reader is hooked. In Something Borrowed, we see that Rachel is insecure about her looks and she doesn't feel as successful or as good as her best friend Darcy, who seemingly has had everything handed to her. Now that's a very universal feeling, kind of feeling one-upped by someone. Like I think everyone has felt one-upped by someone, whether or not it's their best friend, whether or not they're turning 30. You know, we've all kind of felt unlucky. So that's a very universal and relatable flaw. And whenever something is personal, universal, and relatable, that's whenever we want to keep reading because we see ourselves in the story. Finally, your first chapter should end with a cliffhanger leaving us wanting more. Ideally, this should be kind of a subtle turning point in the plot or a very stark realization that your character goes through. It should be a pretty big scene. This will set up 
the remainder of your first act. So, of course, you want to choose very carefully where you start. I think you should really start with the theme of your story, summing that up, creating it in kind of an interesting and compelling way. And then you should end with something that really gets the plot going or the character development going. It should leave us wanting something more. For example, in The Hunger Games, the first chapter ends with Prim's name being pulled out of the reaping, and we're all extremely intrigued by that, and that really sets up the plot of The Hunger Games. So set up your first chapter with the cliffhanger, make it a bang, and that will propel the remainder of your story. So those are five things that you should really do in your first chapter five things that comprise a good first chapter. Now, here are a couple things I think you shouldn't do. They're kind of universally known in the writing community, but if you're a little bit of a newer writer, you may not know this. Um, so one of the things that you shouldn't do in a first chapter is the protagonist shouldn't be alone. It shouldn't be a soliloquy. It shouldn't be a monologue. Um, you know, there needs to be other players in the first chapter. Whether it's minor characters, the love interest, the protagonist's best friend, we should see more people that your main character is interacting with, having dialogue with. We should see profiles of other characters. So that keeps things interesting and really helps show um, who the protagonist is. Also, you should never start in a dream. That's just confusing to the reader. The reader feels cheated by this. So really don't start in a dream or waking up from a dream. There are better ways to go about starting your first chapter. Those are honestly the only two no-nos that I think should definitely be eliminated from a first chapter. I think that, you know, certain tropes such as starting the first day of school or being in the middle of a war, I think that, you know, those are overused scenes, but they can be done really well, and that just depends on the amount of characterization and plot that you bring to your story. I also think you can start from the antagonist's perspective. You can start from the minor character's perspective. It might be a little bit confusing to the reader, but I think if you pull it off really well, you can do anything. Um, so that's just my opinion on how to write good first chapters. I think by identifying these things, I can really start to incorporate them into my first chapter and really strive to hit all five of these elements. So let me know, what do you think makes up a good first chapter? Do you agree or disagree with me? Am I missing something? Let me know by sounding off and writing a review on this podcast. Follow me on Twitter, kgrecolit. Keep reading, keep writing, and keep querying. I will talk to you guys on our next road trip.